If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 to get 20 20, to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new extra special episode of Tender Loving Care with your hosts myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Kate and I have decided we cannot not discuss the latest in the 90 Day Fiancé franchise, 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days. As you probably know, our podcast Tender Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. In that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC network, past or present, and deep dive and discuss the glorious chaos. We've decided to watch even more TLC and get in on the new season of 90 Day Fiancé Before the 90 Days and release it as some more content for you, our beautiful trash TV loving listeners. Hello, Kate. Hi. I don't know if you saw, I was, uh, my dog, Penny, was wanting treats. I have some treats up on my table. So I was giving her treats in between our recordings. And I like tossed a couple into her kennel. She was looking at me like, where are they? And so I threw her little bat squeeze toy over there. I'm like, over there. She found them. She found them. How are you? I am well. I'm here in California. I saw some great music last week. If anyone is in LA and has not been to the Bellwether yet, Bellwether is a venue that's just like opened in the past. I think they did like a reopening or it's like a brand new venue um, in downtown LA. I love it. If They have great bands that are, that play there. And uh, English band called Wombats played there last week and they were so good. I went with my English friend and it was just a very, very English night. Drank beer, watched amazing music. Just three lads on stage from England proving how amazing our tiny little country is that's produced some of the best musicians in the world it made me very very proud they were amazing so yes i saw some good live music that's so cool um yeah it's good la is is getting a little bit a little bit cooler as in it's gone from 100 to just just 
just 85, you know, cooling down. Um, <laughs> but yeah, everything is good. We're back together, Kate. You were hopping and bopping. We are. Uh, yes, I was traveling. I went to prison. I said that earlier to you when yep. we weren't recording. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was... Uh, By the way, Atlanta. please explain that for people that don't get that reference. Oh, yeah, now I did it. You did this on our other TLC episode. Now I'm doing it. We're talking about Bravo stuff. Yes. Um, that is one of my favorite Bravo mm. quotes mm. from Luann, Countess, Countess. Luann. I, I caught it. Countess ah. Luann Deliceps, uh from Real Housewives of New York. And... It's after she's coming back to New York after she has uh, gotten arrested for drinking yes. and threatening to kill a cop. Yes, yes, that little up, little upset she had that night. That little upset. Mm. Uh, and who's she on the phone with? Is it Bethany? It's, it's or- yeah, it could be. I think it is. Might be Bethany. Actually, I was going to say Dorinda, but it, she was quite friendly with Bethany then because Bethany was playing the savior. Yeah. She's on the phone with someone and getting driven around in the back of the car. And she's like, I've been traveling. I've been to prison. It's been a long road oh. or something. Oh, so good. So, yeah, I was I was in Atlanta for a little bit, um, kind of working from a hotel there and checking out the downtown. And then I was in the Bay Area for a wedding. And it was my first okay. time in Northern California. It was so okay. Yeah, I never I lived in LA like six years or whatever, and I never went north past Morro no. Bay. Oh, really? NorCal is so different. Like I used to spend a lot of time up in Sonoma and Glen Ellen, Petaluma, all those areas, wine country. And it is just beautiful. The countryside is amazing. It's um little cottages, little villages. It really reminds me of England. I loved it up there. Really loved it. Yeah, I place. I was obsessed with the weather as well because mm-hmm. as I've complained on this podcast a million times, it's been a hundred ten degrees in Texas the past several right. months, every day, all day, too much. <laughs> and yeah. so, it, for it to be forty degrees cooler all of a sudden, oh, mm-hmm. so refreshing! I loved every second. Um, but yeah, now I'm back. I'm ready to talk shit about these insane people. Um, Absolutely. We have a lot to talk about. Them. We have a lot to talk about. Before that, I just want to say an apology to anybody who is a massive Taylor Swift fan. Uh, it's not that I don't like her. I just d- don't really get the phenomenon around her. I've said it before. It's just not my thing. I don't get it. But Kate, everywhere I look on social media is about her and this football player who also I know nothing about American football either. English football I can talk about, but American football I have no idea about. So apparently she's dating him. And these very rational Instagram um, publications like The Cut and all of this are like, oh, we're just freaking out because T-Swift is with it. And I'm like, what? I could not agree more. I feel like she is in my face. It's like her and the Kardashians. I don't get it. I feel like I'm getting just shoved down my throat constantly this most boring news about them it's like oh kim wore a sleek black outfit out oh, shopping it's like i, I don't why it's... am i why am i seeing this constantly and it, with taylor swift it's the same thing i don't care i don't care she went to a football game I know. it was like very very mildly interesting that she was going out to dinner with sophie 
Turner. Yes, Sophie Turner, yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, is this, okay. is this football player somebody that we should know? I know, guys, you're probably, if you're fans, you're probably screaming at the, yeah. um, saying, oh, this is so-and-so and this is so-and-so. I don't know who the football player is, but apparently he he was on Watch What Happens Live with Ramona Singer um, a while ago. That has resurfaced. But I just don't, I don't get it. I, I need someone to explain it to me. They're all like, oh my God, these things are just like, oh my God, literally crying right now because Taylor's dating so-and-so and she sneaked. And But then again, you know, I, I have to give some grace, Kate, because the way I get animated speaking about Cody Brown from Sister Wives on TLC, I could I could give TED Talks about him. So, yeah. you know, know thyself. I really we- have to. <laughs> We yeah we we all have our celebrities that we have parasocial relationships. Oh, I have a lot of parasocial. <laughs> Do you ever think that there are people out there that I was talking to this girl? Um, it was earlier this week, and she was like, "I don't understand." It's like I don't understand people that are like obsessed with celebrities, and I was like, "Well, I I get it, you know, if that like you're obsessed with a big movie star or something, it's because maybe you know that." we have these unattainable people right and they reach a goal that very few people do in life and the life of the rich and famous they get all that and she was like yeah but it's i yeah i guess so she goes i just have never been interested in like celebrities or pop culture or reality yeah, and I was really. like, yeah yeah i i understand that lies <laughs> yeah those reality shows are so dumb who watches those so dumb so dumb anyways Um, before the 90 days before the 90 days let's get on to real television real news um so guys we are at episode 17 and this is the tell all part one i know we're going to talk about the entrances and everything i have to talk about the studio audience now kate if i could write an essay about the studio audience i would so we had built up when we got a preview they're like for the first sean was like First time ever, the tell-all is going to have a live studio audience. And when they panned, and sorry, they didn't pan, meaning spread across, like swept the camera over to the audience. They had clips in that were obviously pre-recorded, right? Awkward clips of maybe 15 people. And they were not a live studio audience. Okay, Kate and I are obviously in the bits, right? Don't Not to brag in the bears being on sets we have been with movie stars we know hollywood and if you're doing any like you know when there's a live studio audience or audience work or if you've ever watched like a live tv show or something you know it's usually an all-day affair and you sit there and um you know you're performing to a live studio audience and they they sit there for hours or whatever this was cut so badly i know what they did they got 15 people on the street in new york gave them 50 bucks and said, come in for 15 minutes. We're going to film you walking to your seats. Then we're going to film you clapping. Then we're going to film your reactions. Ooh, (gasps) what? And that's what they did and ushered them out and gave them 50 bucks. Sean is lying to us and leading us to believe that the whole audience was there the whole time. But the shots were completely inconsistent and I was hissing myself laughing. It was so, they almost seemed curated to me. Like they weren't reacting like 90 day fiance fans would really act, uh, react to things at all. Absolutely not. I mean, it was, it was, 
<laughs> I it guess was... they couldn't have it be too rowdy though, right? I I can But Ke- I mean it was so obvious and the whole cast was turning to like look around to say there was an audience there. There was no audience. They had just gone, all right, everyone clap. <laughs> Cut out. It was what was beautiful. the point, do you think? What was the point? What was just their angle in legit- doing that? Trying to legitimize this hot pile of garbage. That's what they were trying to do. <laughs> That's what they were trying to do. So, anyway, okay, yeah. Get, get Kate, let's, we get the <clears throat> charmer playboy walk in, Kate. Yeah, I think everyone's going to think I'm just, you know, some kind of casanova charmer suave hot guy you know everyone's gonna think i'm just bad boy but no i'm not i i care about women give me five minutes with him can you imagine what this tongue would cut him to pieces i would give him a reality check like nobody's given him a reality check in his entire existence he is a absolute I put he's a human landfill. That's honestly how I feel about him. He, when he says, I mean, I just like, I just like talk to women like they're women. You know, women are like people, you know. I wanted to put my fist through the TV screen. I care. Why is no one putting him in his place? Why is no one doing it? It is driving me nuts. I can't. He's such a white knight. He's like, I just talk to women like they're people. I'm not like other guys. He's like the equivalent. To, I'm not like other girls. He's like, I'm not like other guys. Like, I get it. I get women. I talk to them all the time. Who um, told him that he's attractive and charming? I need, to, I need to find, apart from Cleo, who needs to run, who has told this man that he's charming and attractive? Guess what, buddy? Neither. Anyway, we see him. No. David looked great. <laughs> Some some gutter bucket people he's oh. hanging out with in his town or oh. passing him up or something. I don't know. Oh, or much. online maybe. So um yeah, so then we have David. Um I wrote I feel bad for the interpreters that will need to keep up with the chaotic shouting. Yes. <laughs> that they had multiple. Be- I love that they had multiple. David, yeah. I, I loved his beard. I loved yeah. him in his shirt. I think it he looked good. great. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I was happy they had multiple interpreters and they were really on top of all that. Um, and um, it turns out Amanda is the villain to the other castmates too. Most of them are, they yeah. start talking crap about her right they when do. they get there backstage. They do. They do. They're talking shit about her. So we see them all backstage. We see um, them. I love it. Them coming out of their, um, out of their SUVs. They come out and they each had like a handler type of, I mean, these people must really think they're movie stars. I mean, that's what's good with TLC because what you do is you boost all these egos up and they think they're something and then everyone just tears them. (laughs) But they like have a handler. They're staying in New York and everyone carried like a backpack with them, right? The only person that didn't was Christian. He got his handler to carry his backpack. I don't know if you noticed that. I did. Oh. That that makes perfect sense. Yeah. My favorite entrance line obviously was Jasmine. Please tell us what happened with Jasmine. Here I am. I made it to America, bitches. Now, can we talk about her breasts? Guys, I am obsessed with 
breasts. I'm upset. Like, it's a weird thing that's happened to me because I think we see, um, you know, um, uh, for lack of a better term, fake boobs, augmented boobs all the time on television, right? And uh, there, I haven't, I haven't got fake boobs. I would, you know, it's maybe I would say it's not really my thing. And I have quite, I've been blessed, I would say, with my breasts. Um, many faults in a lot of other areas, but my boobs are good. <laughs> um, but remember when Dorit came on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and she's like that stick thing and just two big round boobies, and I. They were bolt-ons, yeah. But there's something about them that I can't keep my eyes off. And Jasmine came in and her breasts are the size. They've got even bigger. They're higher up. And I just want to squeeze them and put my head in them. I can't. I'm so obsessed with big, fake boobs. I just can't (laughs) handle it. They are eye-catching for sure. She, yeah, she pumped it up. She amped it up. They were huge. She is walking in like the queen diva mm. of this whole franchise. Love it. I love it. To America, bitches. bitches. And, and then, then she sits yeah. down. I want to start by saying I heard everything you guys were just saying about me. <laughs> I know about all of you. We all have baggage. <laughs> so she, she's a hor- she's like horrible person, but she's yes. so funny on the show. Like I love I her. On the show. I know, but I feel like she's going to go the way of Angela. Remember, yeah. we loved Angela, and she had the heaving bosom as well with the sit Marlboro light, Marlboro Reds in there. You know, we <laughs> loved Angela at the beginning. She, Angela was fun. Remember when she was fun and she was taking I care do. of her mom and taking care of her kids, and, and she just is a terrible person now. And yeah. and this is what she's Jasmine's going to be like. But right now, it's all good. Then the producer, all right, we need to get to stage. They all stand up. They get to the stage, and. I said last week, I love Dempsey. I think she's a very beautiful woman. I really do. She's very natural. She's got a beautiful smile. I just think she's sexy and gorgeous, and I love her. But do you know what I mean that she looked like Shirley Temple? She had these little ringlets going on and these bright red... I'm like, what? Why did she do that? She's one of these people that gets bright red when they're nervous, right? Yeah. It seemed like she was nervous to be there. okay. And when the attention would go on her, her cheeks would get really red. Like, I always just felt kind of like she was, like, panicking or something. Oh, really? I guess I didn't pick up on that too much. Or upset. Or upset. anger. Yes, seething anger, I would say. There was a lot of that as well. The North Shirley Temple ringlets. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not hating it, but I just love the little little, little throwback. Little cutie. Um, Little cutie. The live studio audience, amazing, and and sure, and now and Sean's like, and for the first time ever, we have a live studio audience, and it's all people looking in the wrong direction, right? The stage manager that's like, clap, clap. That's great, and they all look like really like just dragged, dragged off the subway in New York City for fifty bucks. Um, Everyone, you know, the majority of everyone is has their partner on a monitor, apart from Jasmine and Gino. And everyone's like, I can't believe this. I can't believe this. That she Sean kind of goes through all of them just to check if they're still together. Cleo and Christian still being together was not okay. Yeah. Really just and I didn't, you know, I noticed and if you saw Cleo looked like she'd lost a lot of weight. And I'm really worried about Cleo. She's too gorgeous. She's too intelligent. She's got too much going on. And I need her 
away from him. I desperately need it. I, I, I'm very worried about Cleo. He she is, he's, he's stressing her out. I know. Yeah. No. Um, another shock, Statler and Dempsey still together and planning on Kate. going on an adventure. We, we, we need to get into that right now. Um, just before that, I do want to say the one thing I was really upset about is Tyree. Everything Tyree went through right on the show and he couldn't even get to NYC. He's in California, but he couldn't get the free trip to New York in the hotel. The, all of this because he was sick. He was ill. He was under the weather. Okay, I was so upset. I I was like, Tyree is the person that deserves this the most. I know. You know what I'm hoping for him is that if he wants this, that they put him on the single life. Yes, I would love. And him he to finds be on a nice person i yeah. would love tyree to be on this and he looked really good but he was all like sick and that's why i wanted him to get that free trip let's just yeah. go into statler because we're talking about this now i think overall kate she was horrendous to dempsey and i wrote in a line here and my notes you're going through like what they're doing and this you'll talk about like the trip they're planning and i just said statler just seems to really dislike dempsey yeah i was especially when her quote-unquote friend oh. came out we'll start uh, from the beginning when yeah the, when let's they, start yeah. so they established that they're still together and that Bizarre. they are going to buy a camper van and travel throughout europe and then um for some unknown reason they show us footage of statler taking a dump in dempsey's garden yard okay i so she's i we'd forgotten that toilet in there was only for pee pee for wee wees and if you wanted to go number two then you had to go in the i mean you kind of understand why statler's like i can't live here there's cold showers in england cold showers in winter in england and you are having to go to the toilet in in the ground that's fine if you're if you're going camping but this is part this is like for a long time you're right they showed us that footage and everyone's kind of laughing and i'm like didn't yeah. need to see her pooping uh and yeah then they talk about the trip they're gonna do um well let's talk about the trip so so yeah camper van. This, statler's saying we've actually got some big news we are buying a camper because it's because Sean's like, you're moving in together. What's going on? She said, like, we're buying a camper van. We're going to tour around Europe. Um, and, um, and, and it was, and that's what we're going to do. And they're like, wow, that's amazing. And most people are like, that's so cool. And Dempsey's beaming with her little curls. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be so good. And, um, then it starts to just devolve. And she's like, you know, I mean, it's not really my thing. And we have to sell all of our stuff. And Dempsey's like, yeah, I'm selling all of my stuff. And Stout's like, I haven't sold anything, I'm not selling anything. And they go, okay. And then somebody asked a really practical question, which a lot of these are never practical questions. They go, but how are you? Um, it was um, what's his name? The guy with Violet. Um Oh, Riley. Riley. Riley goes, um, so how are you gonna work? And she said, Oh, well, I work remotely, so I can work anywhere in the world. And they were like, Whoa, that's amazing. So she's like, Yeah. And then um, then she said it was kind of transferred over to Dempsey and Dempsey's like, well, you know, I'll pick up work here and there. And she said with such bitterness, she's like, yeah, 
I'm going to be the breadwinner um, for, for for most of the time or for the first one. And Dempsey didn't react well to that. She hasn't sold any of her stuff. She says it's panicking me too much. And I, you know, just doing that at the end of at the, I'm, I'm just leaving everything to the last minute. They're doing it in like two weeks or something ridiculous. And she says it's going to be, they're like, but that's going to be smaller than the place you were living in with Dempsey. She's like, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. It's really not my thing, actually. It's all Dempsey. She's just like, wow, dude. Yeah. And then she said, didn't she say, I want to be with a woman who's financially stable or something? And then they ask, well, have you talked about finances? No, we haven't. And the trip's a few weeks away. Huh? And by the way, you know, Statler, Dempsey is somebody that survived for a long time picking up jobs. She's going to be just fine. Trust me, that girl is a worker and that girl is tenacious and she will be picking up work. She's going to be just fine. So don't hold all of this over over her because and by the way, how is it going to work? She still needs to work. So she's basically just going to be sat all day working, even though she can do it remotely. But she's just going to be working anyway most of the day. So you'll, you know, you'll be in another country, but she'll, you know, it'll be like Dempsey driving and Statler in the back just working. That's not, my friends did this. Okay. So both my friends in England, they're a couple, they took eight months off, bought, they bought a van. They redid it all so well. It was amazing. It was gorgeous. And they took eight months off of their lives and traveled all around Europe. Unbelievable. I will tell you, however, there were horrific stories of toilet use at one, I nearly said the person's name, but at one time, this friend of mine said she needed to, I'm so sorry for all this toilet talk, guys. It's very uncouth. I do apologize. She needed to go number two. And all she had was a yogurt pot. And she had to do that in the middle of a car park. I So I, you know, it's not for me. It's not. <laughs> it's not glamorous me. all the, not a glamorous. lot of the time. Yeah. A lot of the time. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure how they came to the conclusion that that was the best idea for them to go ahead and do that uh don't know if they are hoping for a spinoff i don't know it was it's a weird idea like it doesn't seem like they're on super stable ground to do that but uh and then for some reason we get another very strange clip uh this is dempsey saging statler's whole body and then having her put a crystal in her hoo-ha and then mm-hmm. on camera, we see her go ahead and put the Wait, crystal up there. Why? Why are we seeing that? Like, TLC has lost it. It was just shock value crap. I was like, what? This is not adding to the story at all. Yeah. We, I mean, they're filming her in the toilet, they're filming her putting stuff inside of her body. It's like, all right, guys, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, all right. It and was they were gross. Like, I know. And uh, then we get Natalie. Okay, so this is Statler's friend, Natalie. With no E. Can we please emphasize it's Natalie with no E at the end? Yes, just the I. Yes. (laughs) And she did not seem nice to me. She seemed like she was completely head over heels in love with Statler. That's what was going on. Right. Because she says that Dempsey doesn't seem special because I think one of the other castmates says, well, she's with she's with Dempsey. What makes Dempsey so special? And she goes, well, actually, I don't really find Dempsey to be special. And then is offended when Dempsey replies that she doesn't think Natalie's opinion matters to her. 
And then please see this. That's exactly what happened. And then this backs up my point. And Statler goes, oh, that's just what she's like with people. Meaning Dempsey. She humiliated Dempsey. I think this whole section, their whole package, she was humiliating Dempsey. And I thought it was appalling. I thought I wouldn't go anywhere with this person. She will never have Dempsey's back, ever. She has her own agenda. She is saying yes to things she doesn't want to say yes to and then blaming the person that suggested it. She's really not a nice person. I don't like Statler. And I think she is, this whole trip will be a nightmare. And I hope it's filmed. I, (laughs) same. (laughs) Didn't you feel like they were giving Statler this sympathy edit or something on this tell-all? Like, because then at the end of their segment, Natalie's crying about how sweet Statler is and please take care of her. And it's like, oh, and I didn't like it. Yeah, you're right. Dempsey was biting her tongue. I mean, she was furious. She was furious. And then they're talking about couples therapy and they're like, we bought couples therapy workbooks and then maybe we'll go. I'm like, guys, you live like 5,000 miles apart. You are completely different people that want completely different things. And Statler will take any opportunity to really antagonize. That's the word. She antagonizes Dempsey. We've seen it multiple times. And this whole, oh, that's just what she's like. Dismissive, throwaway. I I don't like it, Kate. I don't like it. And what about the kids thing? Oh, well. Now now they apparently just both don't know what they want. That's bullshit because Dempsey wants a child. And she says she wants to carry a child and she wants a child. She Stout. was so certain of that. I know. Stella is just horrible. She's really dark energy. And I think it's, you know, I think she's a lot of trauma that I don't think she's worked out. And that's where she cannot be a good partner. And I think she needs to go and work all of that out and come back. But don't put it on Dempsey. Yeah, I there were moments I appreciated Statler standing up for certain things about the other couples. But, yeah. But, but their segment... I didn't. Yeah, I agree. I didn't feel like she really had Dempsey's back. And Mm -hmm. this whole thing with her friend was strange. Was. Uh, We find out that Nicola is coming to meet Misha in New York City in a week. And then she's taking him back to her hometown and he's going to visit for a while. This whole Nicola. And I love that Riley kept calling him Nicola. He would just. There's no. There's no. It wasn't Nicola. It was just Nicola said that Nicola's. Love but it. Nicola, I mean, obviously he he did not look great in this. He's clueless to relationships. He's he's clueless to modern relationships. He's clueless to women. He cannot be a stepfather. Misha, um, the, uh, the Statler, I wrote in this. Shut up, Statler. I think she was extremely disrespectful. Um, I think Nicola was a mess as well, talking about women's roles and men's role. It's just like, give me up. You don't know anything do you I just he's an ignorant man that lives using bible quotes to back up um to back up very very outdated and restrictive rules it's just ridiculous how he behaves I the only th- I liked I think Statler was really rude about Catholicism And I always question, I think Catholicism is so easy to jump on the bandwagon about just saying terrible things about. And I thought if that was a a man of Islamic faith, if that was an Orthodox Jew, would she be saying the same things? 
I don't think so. She she says, oh, well, I had sex in a church during mass. That's gross. And that's disrespectful for any religion, whether it's Wiccan or whether it's, you know, Buddhism. That's gross. Yeah. And you shouldn't have done that. And that's disgusting. And she's like, oh, I'm proud of it. You know, it's what I do. And, and Nicola was like, that's terrible. You shouldn't do that. And it's insulting. But then Statler said great things to him in the fact that she she really looked at Misha and said, Misha, you can find a great, like you and I have said, Kate, she's like, you can go and find a great Catholic guy. There's many other people that, it's not this guy. And if Misha can watch this and think that she has a long-term relationship with this guy, Kate, I'm lost. It's so evident that this whole idea of him coming over and living with her and her daughters is going to go horribly. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. They bring her daughters out. Lovely and Savea. Yeah, they were lovely girls. They were. They were really put together, you know, talking on TV about... (laughs) her mom's relationship um she says one of the girls says he is different from someone my mom would usually go for and then sean asks them if they think he'll be a good stepdad and they say we just don't want to feel like we're trapped in our own home and this is where statler lays it on pretty thick and is like he's gonna judge you you won't want to be there anymore you're gonna have a rift with your mom and i was like okay don't scare them but yeah, sorry, carry on. Oh, well, and then the thing that I really didn't like is that Misha says her daughters are strong. And if he says something out of pocket, they'll put him in his place. And I oh. thought they that's not their job. They shouldn't have I to do will. that. I, Misha, you know, and Misha was that it reminded me a lot of Annika and Aspen. You know, we love Annika and Aspen mm-hmm. that have been through literal <laughs> hell with their mother and what just, but, um, you know, it's, you know, Misha was trying to say, girls, you're number one. I will always back you up if he starts. Guess right. what? Then you shouldn't have this man in your life if you think he's even going to start. That's the problem. I look right. at her, these women, I wish we could tell them how much they're worth. And her children, I do believe Misha puts her children um, first, but that man's going to come in 
Kate, he has no clue about women. He has no clue about the Western world. He has no clue about the dynamics of having two teenage girls in the house. It's, Misha, what are you doing? God forbid one of these, well, not God forbid, but think of how hard of a time one of these girls is going to have if they're queer or, you know, go something about their life goes against his morals, supposed morals or his religion. And it's like, that is just something that she, you can just predict it now. And she is acting like there's nothing she can do to get out of this because she's, they take a break after the daughters are on and um, she's on FaceTime with him. And, uh, He's, he just keeps bringing it back to the Bible, every single thing she says. And she's like, everyone knows we're religious. We love God. Yeah. You know, we read the Bible, but you, it doesn't have to be in every single thing you yes. say to me. It doesn't Absolutely. have to be a biblical lecture, you Absolutely. know? And he doesn't no, get that. And he, I don't think he will. Um, I think he's been he talking won't. to people like that his whole life. Yeah. And uh, she she tells us that I wrote down it was so disturbing. She says there's no way out. Oh, Kate, don't Kate. And I said, block his number. I mean, there really is a way out. I, I just you- I hope that that trip is the disaster that we can imagine it will be so it will shake her to dump him. And I hope it's filmed. Um, you know, we want a lot of filming. We want cameras on this all the time. But there's there's no way she will be with him and he'll stay in that house of hers and they're going to get... There's no way they can get along. He's like, it's God, man, and woman. That's the order. And you know who said that? Mr. Ringlet's Cody Brown. That's the same thing. And he ended up with queer children who he has nothing to do with and we all know the monster that he is as well. So it's just, it's, I, I can't handle it. But no, that was really disturbing and very sad watching those two. And then guess who's piping up and agreeing with almost everything he's saying? Oh, Amanda. Now, there's, okay, I want to preface, I don't like Amanda. I think she's a mess. The majority of people do not like her. Like you say, she's kind of the villain of the show as well. Um the only thing that I will say is because I think if you believe in free speech, you have to believe in free speech for everyone, right? And I defend mm-hmm. people's right to say what they want to say. I will say that her, um, I think there was a level of courage to sit there and say, I actually believe that too. Um, everyone was going to jump down her throat, but I think she does. Do I? I don't agree with her beliefs at all, but she voiced beliefs that everybody else was saying was terrible and um fair enough so amanda said that it it didn't come did it come as a surprise i mean kind of Uh, but when it came out of her mouth i was like yeah okay i can kind of see you doing that i guess right yeah i mean it's fine she said it you know she can say that if she wants but i just am so different in my views that it was as am i but we have to fight for people's right to say what they want to say as long as it's not you know but but she piped up and was like i believe that too i believe that and you're like oh wow uh okay and razvan 
I could, you know, Ras Van was kind of sat there smiling, but I think he was just like, uh, okay, as well. I, I don't know. She, that woman, again, has a lot to work through. Amanda has a lot to work through. She really has got too much going on. Um, Kate, should we, who else? Should we, we'll do the, this Riley and Violet, dude. Yes, they are not together. Right. Very much not together. And they talk about how they had sex and, you know, the <laughs> his uh, co-stars are kind of giving him the lecture of why didn't you wear, con- you know, wear protection. Yeah. And he, I don't he didn't really have an excuse. He's like, well, because I wasn't expecting it or whatever. And, yeah. um, and then we get back into this dating app thing um, because. Did someone come on for him? Yeah. We had, um, yes, the really good friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I've forgotten. I didn't write down her name. She has that. She looked great. She was wearing like 15 colors and she looked really good. She I really did. liked her look, that woman. Anyway, she came on and she's talking about Riley and we see Violet's. We've got a translator with her and she's like, I want to tell my side of what's going on. Um, it wasn't appropriate to talk about sex because, you know, my culture going to a hotel for sex and stuff, it, it didn't look good. So Riley was sworn to secrecy and he agreed with that. Um, they talk about the dating app, Kate, again, and she basically, I'm so sick of hearing about it, but I guess she explained, well, um, I had gone on and it, I'm not tech savvy and I tried to delete it or whatever. I mean, it's whatever it is, what it is. He says, I have evidence of her lying to me. And I have evidence of her not being truthful to me. Um, then the friend comes on and do we get an answer about this pregnancy? Was that the whole cliffhanger? I'm trying to remember. I'm like, what it is a cliffhanger, say? right? Because they go, when we last left you, because Gino asked at the very beginning and Sean was like, whoa, Gino, we'll get to that. Then right. we're going through their segment and I believe... They go, well, were you pregnant? And she's, no, what we discovered is that she took a pregnancy test on FaceTime with him that proved she was pregnant. Then he said to her, you need to go to the American or international hospital. And she replied, I couldn't go because that all costs money that I don't have. And Riley retorts with, but I had left them a card on file. They had a card there to pay for everything. Cannot remember what she says to that. But there's this whole, that's her reason for not going there and that she wanted to go to her own doctor. But it's surmised that he saw her pee on the stick and show that she was pregnant. Right. And he, the whole reason he wanted that doctor is so that he could also communicate with them about the pregnancy right. stuff. And then he's insinuating that the timeline does not match up for when they hooked up. Yes. And when she got pregnant. Yes. I guess that's what it was, is that it didn't match up. And then we we do leave on the cliffhanger of, so were you pregnant? And then I think they cut, they cut yeah. for the next episode. Yeah. I think that she was probably pregnant and unfortunately, I think probably lost the baby. I think that's what happened. Yeah, that'll be sad to hear about if that's the case for sure. And I think he won't believe it. 
I just think he won't won't believe that it was his. Yeah. So it was like, I I liked that Jasmine and we'll have to go to uh Jasmine's yeah. thing after this, but I I liked that she was backing up backing Violet up about, you know, when you're on the apps and you're talking to different people and you haven't even met someone yet, a lot of people kind of keep the options open until they've met the person and it's all yeah. locked in yeah. or whatever. And I, I understand that, you know, he had talked with her about and they were supposed to be exclusive. So I get it, yeah. but I don't know. I feel I tend to kind of end up feeling bad for her until I think about <laughs> I, I go back and forth. I go back and forth. I know the fact I that she reached out to his whole family and stuff is really oh, so we strange. Always forget that. We always forget that. Yeah, I know. I think perhaps she was seeking something that she thought she found in him and she didn't. And she kept trying to make it work. But I don't I don't know. It's very complicated. I don't really understand their dynamic. I never have. I don't really understand yeah, it. It's it's confusing always. Take so us to Jasmine. Jasmine. Take okay. us to Jasmine. Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine. So let's see. I have to kind of look through the notes because they're a bit out of order because they're flipping between things. Um, But okay, so right away we do find out what happened with Jasmine's meltdown on the phone on the on the finale when she was like, "Take down the Panama flags." (laughs) What happened apparently is that she went in for this appointment and they simply told her that they need to postpone it. She's coming a different day. I don't know if maybe they overbooked it or what happened, but they just said another day. Sorry, not today. Yeah, Yeah. she lost it on the phone, right? Mm. Sure. So they kind of go over that, and then we see this video and because everyone wants to know about her ex and uh-huh. you see uh-huh. Dane before you came here, what happened sure. What's going on with him. Sure. So then we get this video of her FaceTiming with Dane about how she has no sex with Gino and she's dry as sand. I mean, and, that would, can oh. you imagine being sat next to her? Can you imagine being sat next to your partner and, Talk about being humiliated. Yeah, that that was rough, rough. And it's just dead silent after that video stops. I know. I love the silence. Sean took that beat. Sean let that sit. I love that Sean let it sit. Mm -hmm. Let it sink in, Gino. And they kind of talk about how that was not nice for her to say. And, you know, obviously he doesn't like that. And then... We hear about this dinner. She went to dinner with Dane before she moved to the States to say goodbye. It's a goodbye dinner. And it was on. And I think there's this theory I keep seeing online. I'm starting to really believe it, that this is all theatrics with Gino and Jasmine. And it's because it's like Jasmine knows what she's doing. The way she said he proposed. Pause, pause, pause. A goodbye dinner. And she's having these catchphrases and I I think that's a really great point. I haven't seen that. And you know I'm scouring the trades for news <laughs> on 90 Day and TLC shows. But um I actually haven't seen that, but that makes a lot of sense, Kate. She is she's no dumb dumb. She's an intelligent woman, she's an educated woman, she's a smart woman. Um I think that we are in the territory of there's been so many seasons, you know how to get onto a next season, which she's successfully done now. 
and we'll probably be on another absolutely now that she's in the states you're right i mean there's obviously editing but the, you're right she she knows what character she is playing and she's going into it now and slipping in well i mean it you know this goodbye dinner was on valentine's was on february the 14th i mean jazzy jazzy jazz it's the day of friends what everyone it's the day of friends did you make a sex tape well (laughs) she knows yeah Yeah. um, it was a month before i met gino like i kind of feel like maybe her and gino are uh, like he's okay with certain things or something and it's like let's just play this up like let's just make this as dramatic as we can and milk it I think that it's one-sided only I don't think Gino wants to be on television I think Gino's utterly humiliated and he's being completely verbally abused by this woman I genuinely do I okay, think yeah. she's playing it he's not a guy who wants to be on TV um, but he met a woman that desperately does so what do, you, what do you think these conversations between them are then? Like before they're starting to go, they're going to go film the tell-all. Like what are they saying? I think he has no voice. She's I, just I, bulldozing. I really, yeah, I yeah. really think he's bulldozed by her. And I don't think, I do think it's bordering on abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, language she uses towards him. Um, I don't like him. And, you know, I criticize him constantly. Not that I'm one to criticize Kate, you know. I don't. No, do neither of us ever. Yeah. Neither of us. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I just it got very unpleasant for me when we see them take a break, and she just he can she could slap him around the face, and then make him say sorry to her. That's yeah. what it looks like, and it, it's a really uncomfortable thing to watch. And I don't like it. She's screaming at him about not defending her when she's humiliating 15 minutes before humiliating him saying that um laughing about their sex life talking about their sex life talking about sex tape with um a, a previous boyfriend he goes will you delete it and she explodes at him about how awful he is it's it's yeah. really unpleasant yeah those are all <laughs> really good points I don't so, like yeah i think i think it is I still, yeah, definitely think she is pushing this character that she is, this yeah. character of herself that she is at this point. Great. And yeah, Gino's just kind of going along with it because I want to see if you notice this, and this could be part of her playing it up, but I think this was really a um, a slip on her on her behalf. So we see um, in the corner, in the bottom left hand corner of the screen, we see Jasmine watching as they play her conversation with Dale. She's got regular face. When he comes on that screen, her face beamed. She could, and then she tried to hide it and like make her smile smaller. But you've got to go back and rewatch that moment. I should film it and put it up on 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 TV on our Instagram because he comes on and she just like starts beaming and then she kind of mm. like makes her mouth smaller. It's really interesting to watch. What if her and her ex are scheming together? He seems like a sensible guy. Well, I don't think he can really bother. He him. He's got a life. Why is, why is he involved with her then? Because production says, listen, will you just film like a couple of a couple of shots for us? I mean, he just hasn't filmed a lot. He did one meet up with her and then one video call. And he was having regular sex with her. He was having regular, probably really hot sex with her. And 
and it was awful when it this was really awful I mean I shouldn't laugh I did but you shouldn't laugh when they're talking about this non-romantic dinner on Valentine's Day and he's like and and Gina goes oh so then did you go and have sex with with him and she's like no of course not I mean we have had sex so much we have had sex so many times that it's just like ugh, now Kate. Kate. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's really awful. And then she just degrades him in the, in the back afterwards. I mean, and then I loved it at the top of their segment when she's like, I hate Michigan. And Sean was like, I'm from Michigan. (laughs) I know. I like that a lot. Um, so, Hang on, who else do we... Oh, who else do we need to discuss? Unless there's anything else you wanted to say about uh, Gino and Jasmine. Just that I I do see how abusive she is. I feel like I've been hyping her this whole episode. <laughs> I do see how terrible and abusive she is. Absolutely. you can. And I just want the listeners truth. to understand that. I do, I do. It's, listeners you know. understand. We can hold two truths, Kate. Okay. okay. It's, it's really hard for me not to laugh when she walks in and says, I made it to America, bitches. bitches I know. And everyone's like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> here she is. Da, da, da. Uh, but, uh, Amanda and Razvan, I don't think we really. Yeah, they're going to, I think if we're saving Amanda, we'd include Christian next one. But I yeah. will just say that um, I don't like Statler, but I hope she lays into Christian, which I think he's going to get a lot of people laying into him. What we have to hang on, there's something we really have to go into here. We see for next week, right? Live studio audience. We see for next week that they're like, okay, (laughs) Cleo and Christian segment. Okay, well, uh, let's bring out the random girl that you spoke to in a bar, (gasps) in a pub in London. And out walks this. She didn't make it to Thanksgiving, but she flew in for this tell Remember, she isn't English. She is American. So wherever she lived in America, maybe she was in New York and she's from New York and that would be really easy. But the producers tracked her down. It was like, come on, you're coming on the tell Oh, Low clap for the producers on that. It that was that is so strange. Like, how did that happen? God, because if we go back to that footage that footage was one of the ones that made me cringe and aggravated the most remember when he's like well hi uh you know i don't really drink that much but i thought i'd drink tonight i get me on the show just get me on the show five minutes with them five minutes with them and and i will verbally destroy him because he needs to know stop doing this to cleo cleo is still there going oh you know doe-eyed over him no cleo Get yourself a good London lad. Go and have some fun. Stop this with him. It's not fair. She's getting a heartbroken Kate and she's going to be crying over him. And he's just, oh, he's just awful. He's just awful. We already see her getting upset for next episode. So yeah, that's okay. not easy to watch. Jane! What is Jane? Jane. <laughs> not Jane. We have the girl from the pub, but we haven't got Jane. Yeah, we need Jane's input here. Oh, and I'm also really excited that they're going to talk about the interpreter, David and Sheila's <laughs> interpreter. I think this was a cliffhanger. David, have you been talking to, what was her name, Amy? Yeah, I think it was Amy, yeah. 
have you been talking to Amy, the interpreter? And it kind of seems like he has. Oh, okay. Yeah, but as friends, though, they've just been friends, Kate. I hope hope that that was a misdirect with the editing. I hope they were just making it seem like that because I I can't handle that. Yeah. No. Um, oh my god, the interpreter. I swear that girl coming in from the pub, I'm gonna lose my shirt when she comes on. It is great. I wish they could have got the girls from the plane. They should have got the girls yeah. bringing to the stage the two girls from the plane that he wouldn't stop talking to before he got cut off. Oh, I'm drinking. Loved it. I would have loved And then they just bring in and then they're like, and now the girls from the bar on their first date. And it's like, remember there were like eight girls, eight women in the circle, and they just bring out all of them to the tell And everyone's like, um, when are we getting to my segment? Shut up! We're talking to all these girls that Christian's spoken to. And now bring him to this bring to the tell all stage. The girl that he invited to Thanksgiving who didn't come. <laughs> the girl from the pub. That's the girl from the pub. That's the girl from the pub. Yes, that's the girl from the pub. I thought it was just some no. other pub. Some he was other American, girl. remember? So that's why he was like, I'm doing Thanksgiving. Ooh, that makes so that's sense. what's so that funny. It's like she couldn't make it to Thanksgiving, but she made it to a fucking tell all. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I did not put that together. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh it my is god. Great work. It's great work. I mean, Sean was, you know, we love Sean. We love Sean as a presenter. Sure, sure. Um, there was a great comparison, not that Kate and I ever comment on looks, but there's a great comparison of Sean and Angela and Sean being like five years older than Angela. Just gonna say that. That's all. Take care of your vessel, take care of your body. Yes. Yep yes um but sean looked great as always and she was doing a little bit of direction but it was running smoothly i liked it um i we i don't know i think the third this is probably going to be three parts right i'm sure i'm sure i think next week it's well so next week has got to be the conclusion of riley and violet pregnancy definitely get on to christian and then we will go on to... They're having Ty Ray call his catfisher. Oh, Ty Ray. He's You're so right, Kate. Funny. I'm hoping for him being on the next show. I want him to get a load of money um, for another show. And that's what I want. That's what I want for Ty Ray. Absolutely. And yeah, we'll see. Oh, God. See it's how this be... all plays out. I really want to finish up. I think I still have maybe the finale episode of 90 Day UK season two and the tell all to watch. So I might put that yes. on tonight. Um, because, I want, yeah, I want to catch up with that. I love you, chicken. Um, what I don't know if I do. I mean, she must have that baby, and God knows if he's there just laughing. Ah, um, but. Yeah, I don't think I did watch the end of it. Oh, I'll tell you what I did watch the other way. Did you see it? Have you watched any of the other way? Oh, yeah, a lot of it, yeah. That poor, that girl that's the belly dancer. Okay, that guy's awful. I Yeah, I need to catch up because I'm not sure exactly what... He doesn't like her dancing, I know. I mean, in this last episode that I just watched, I was like, oh, love, oh, no, not good. Yeah, I need to catch up on that as well. What I heard about the UK tell-all, too, is that there's Mm -hmm. a lot with um, Shane and... What's his name? Oh, yeah. Oh, Mert. So I was rooting for them, and then Mert has a couple of 
Yeah, instances that aren't great. Um, I, I, guess, I guess she gets really upset, Shane. And the point is that I was on the Reddit for, <laughs> I was on the subreddit for sure. 90 Day Fiance UK. I'm well has its, spent. Has, yeah. its, has its own page. And Shane has an account that is like 90 Day Shane or something and is constantly commenting and responding to the fans in there. Lovely. Lovely. Setting things straight. Yeah. It's great. Because I did just watch them get married. Spoiler. I did just watch them get married. But what happens after that doesn't... I don't know. Doesn't look great. Mm. So yeah, we've got a lot of a lot of work to do, a lot of stuff to catch up on. Yeah. And then Kate, I don't think you have seen it. The Real House of Salt Lake City. There's a new episode out tomorrow. Kate, this last episode, you haven't seen it, right? No, that's what okay. I need to watch first. Kate, you need to get on off this and do that. I have watched it four times <gasps> and it was released last week. It's that Kate, good. Kate, it doesn't, it is on the level of Bethany and the Brooklyn Bridge and Ramona, it is, and I don't say this lightly, you know how I rate my scenes, and especially Roni. It's up there with, how could you do this to me, question mark, Luann falling into the bush, um, Jill, Zarin, and Bethany falling out, get a hobby. Like, it is Herman Monster Shoes. Herman Monster Shoes. I have never, scary, it's up there with Scary Island. It's up there with Scary Island episode. You will watch it once and go, I didn't even catch everything I was supposed to catch. So you go back and you go, what? And then you go, no. You want to talk about the husband? Are these rumors? Like, Meredith? I, baby gorgeous. Yeah, give, yeah give me, give me, give me a couple keywords because I want to know what really stood out for you when I, I'm watching. Um, <laughs> Mary, uh, don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to me like that. Um, we get, uh, I'll have another espresso martini. Um, we get pornography. We get, um, <laughs> we get talk about the husband. And that's it. Just, you have to watch this okay. one and go straight into another viewing because there's so many nuances. So okay. many nuances. It's outstanding. I'm excited. Lots going on, everyone. Uh, Be sure to check out our episode, our Wheel of Shame episode as well. We just recorded that. Um, And on Friday, we will have our Bravo episode where we're going over Orange County and sort of everything going on with Bravo. And we also have coming out a special episode for our patrons at patreon and subscribers and we are talking about amityville horror or what's, what's the documentary exactly called i have it here amityville the real amityville horror which is on youtube documentary yeah and i'm scared <laughs> It is. It's on YouTube. You can get it for free, guys. We're going to break it down about the murders, about the hauntings, about the truth, the facts, the murky areas, um, the invest, the paranormal investigators. It's going to be spooky. And Kate, how can people listen to these episodes? Right. So you can either go in your feed and look for the locked episodes. There's a little lock and key or something. You click on those and it's put in your info. It's $5 a month. Or you can go to patreon.com slash tender living care pod. Sign up there. Either way, you are getting the entire backlog of all of our subscriber episodes 
We have covered really great topics, interesting topics, documentaries about Brittany Murphy and Nicole Smith, aliens, true crime, people pretending to be other people. Yep. It's it's really great content. So um, go check that out. Five, $5 a month and two extra episodes per month. Mm-hmm. And um, you can tell a friend about the podcast. Give us five stars, all that. Is there anything else, Holly? Just, you know, you can always follow us, Instagram, Tender Loving Care Podcast. You can email us, tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. And we answer all emails, all DMs. We love hearing from you wherever you are in the world. It's brilliant to chit chat with you. And um, always keep in touch with us. Send us your opinions. If if you think we're talking shit, please tell us. Um, and if you love us, tell us that as well. Because, you know, we, we need that sometimes. Um, but thank you all for listening. You're all gorgeous, beautiful humans. And we will see you again on Wednesday and then on Friday. Yes, see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.